Hello, and welcome to the Thursday, June 8th edition of the TU Sports Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince. Today, my guest is Bixby graduate and current TU tight end, Ethan Hall. Ethan, appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for sitting down and having a little chat with us today. Let's talk about your summer. What's what's going on? The, what's going on this summer? Well, it's starting to get hot, that's for sure. But no, it's going good. We're all out there putting in the work and trying to be the best team we can here at Tulsa football. And we got a we got big goals to get. Yeah, and summer's not really it's not really downtime, is it? You're you guys have focused focused summers, right? Like this this is a get better time, right? Yep. This is the I think there's three parts to a season. And we consider this like going into preseason. And so it's cool. Like, uh, yeah, this is like building the foundation, we'd say. Seeing that what Tulane went to a New Year's Six Bowl, we're really locked in this summer and trying to build the foundation. So as we head deeper into the season, that foundation is going to be strong and won't crack. Are you going to have any time to maybe take a trip to have a little downtime? I don't really plan on it. I'm going to stay around here and focus on school and keep my nutrition right and work on being the best we can. No time to play around. That'll be after the season, after we do big things and celebrate what we did. Any chance to get out and play a little golf? I understand you're a golfer. Oh, yeah. Try and when you get bored around here, you know, you got a few afternoons off, go out and hit a few balls and have a good time with the guys, you know, keep the camaraderie up. Where do you like to play? Out at Paige Belcher. It's on 61st. Sure, sure. Yeah, we have designated that our home course this, this summer, so we're going to go out there and play some good golf. How is that course these days? I used to play out there quite a bit, but normally I play out at South Lakes. No, see, last summer we played out at South Lakes, but now I tend to like it better. It's a fun little track, you know. It's got ups and downs, a lot of creeks. And like, it's a pretty cool setup. I've never really heard of it, to be honest, around here, but it's just right across the street from South Lakes. Yeah, it's it's, it's good course. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I like it. Um, there's two out there. Which one do you play? Uh, Stone Creek, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, surely it's the longer one. We're hitting bombs. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, kind of what's going on at TU and, and kind of with a new coach and, you know, new philosophy, new energy. Uh, what's Kevin Wilson been like so far? Coach Wilson has came in and he's made his point clear. Like, we're going to be we're going to be on top of everything, whether that's workouts, school and football. Like, there's. No messing around. Everything you attack as a professional and see where it goes from there, really. What's he what's he like? You know, we haven't, you know, it's kind of the at least for for the media anyway, it's kind of the offseason. So we don't we haven't had a whole lot of time uh to get to know Coach Wilson just yet. What what's he like? I mean, he's just he's just a normal ball coach, I'd say. He's keeping us all all in line and making sure we're doing right, going to class and he comes out there and all the coaches have been joining us during uh, when we're warming up and going through our runs and stuff like nothing crazy, but we're putting in that work and he's out there encouraging us and making sure we're doing good. Uh, a lot of new coaches talk about, you know, establishing a culture. 
um, th their culture. What's what's the Kevin Wilson culture been like so far? Yeah, pretty much be a pro. And our slogan is fight. It's fight to be the best version of yourself. Every day you wake up, fight to have a good mentality, then go attack what's in front of you. That's really what he has instilled. Like, I love it, to be honest. It's, it's a good program. It should be a fun year. Can't wait. It sounds like you're real excited for it. It sounds like you're you're kind of really in step with his yeah. kind of his play and his intensity, his you know his okay. mindset. Is that fair? Oh yeah, I'm I'm right there with him. I got his back for sure. Just knowing him a short time, I'm ready to go to war for him. What has he done to cultivate that with you? He just came in and kept it real, and he's involving who he needs to involve in the offense. And his I love what he's got going. The, the schemes he's trying to put in and he's really just inst like big on hard work like that's really all it is and we're going to go in we're going to do our best and get up get out of there what was your first conversation with him like well I thought like, for, like, like when, your first one-on-one -on -one. yeah I had went in there it was what it must have been December and when he hired coach Spurrier I thought they was running the spread offense so I was like, Coach, do I still belong here? <laughs> but, nah, it's, it's all good. I, I feel that things are going in the right direction. It should be good. So what did he say to that question? He's like, we're, we're going to involve who we need to involve. And, like, you know, they'll, they'll have a tight end on the field. It won't be completely spread like the leech offense. So it'll just be your basic, your basic offense. Add little things here and there. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I was talking with uh, uh, Stephen Kittleman was kind enough to join me last week, and and I'll, I'll kind of ask you the same question uh, that I asked him, although you kind of alluded to it just now. What what will the offense look like this year? Kind of give me a little more on that. Well, it should be fun, explosive, but also run the rock. You know, you can't. You can't really do too much with football. You've got to keep it simple in a way, but you got your little tricks here and there, and it should be it should be a blast. I think the Tulsa fans are gonna love it. Like we're trying to bring it back old school. When the when the stadium used to be packed, we're trying to get back to them days. You have any personal goals this year? I mean, it's always been first team all conference. I mean, I'd never shoot for anything less. How do you you feel like you're you're close to that? You feel like you got a long way to go. Like where, where where do you think you are in achieving that goal? Granted, I mean it's only the summertime. We got we got yeah. a long way to go. But yeah. how do you feel about that? Well, I think as a three year starter going in my fourth, uh, I feel like anything can be accomplished. I was I'll do anything for this team, and I mean. They normally go off of yardage and stuff, the all-conference guys and how much you're productive. But my my run blocking has been great, and I want to see what Coach Wilson does in the passing game, see if that comes alive or not. Yeah. Why did you pick TU? Really, they're, they're about the only ones who wanted to take a chance on me. Out of being a local kid and everything, and – now Coach Wilson's staff is starting to go recruit this area, but the old staff, they did not recruit this area as much. You had to really be like a diamond in the rough if you got recruited out of here, you know? And they they found me on Blessed, and 
it felt like it was a perfect fit coming from Bixby. When you were a senior at Bixby uh, and you played both ways, tight end and linebacker, uh, did you feel in college you play defense or offense? I figured defense. I really did. That was my, that was really my mojo. When did that change? They, the, they brought me in and said they wanted me to play offense. I was like, let's do it. I'll, I'll do anything for the team. You know, when it comes down to it, whatever the team needs is what I'm going to put in. Now, did you, you know, you, you mostly blocked at, at big speed. I mean, you had your fair share of catches, but you were mainly a blocking tight end. Is that fair? In a way, yes. But towards my senior year, I feel Coach Snyder, the offensive coordinator there, did a great job involving his better players on the team and started to get me involved. And we was doing good. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. So no qualms for you about going to offense in college. You were like, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah, no, 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 no worries at all. Because if you're if you're a ball player, then shoot, you'll find the field anyhow. Was it kind of a relief to to at least? I mean, you probably weren't going to play both ways in college, but you know, it seems like you know at, at a big school like Bixby, where you're winning a lot of games and you're playing both ways at two demanding positions, is it a little bit of a of a relief to only have to worry about one? Hmm. I mean, Definitely. you know what I mean? That, that, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. If that's, a, if that's a dumb question, but it just, you know. No. Yeah, it is. But it, like I said, whatever the team needs. If they need me to rush off the edge, I'm there. If they need me to go block or catch, I'm there. So when they just told me they need me for one side of the ball, I, I really just focus on one side and focus on the craft on this, on the offensive side of the ball and really sharpen up all these skills instead of having to do the whole defense and offense. You can just focus on one side of the ball. As you talk about sharpening your skills, what do you what would you like to work on? Like what is there is there an area of your game that's maybe a little weaker than the other that maybe you'd like to focus on? Definitely, I mean really everything, but the passing game, I'd like to try and get involved more and see see what can shake there. But other than that, just everything needs to be sharpened up. And like it can always be, you know, we're not all perfect. Everything can improve. What's been your favorite memory at TU so far? You've been there, what, three years now? This will be going into my fifth. Oh, you had you had a redshirt year. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I was there the conference championship year. That was a big year. We went up to Cincinnati. They didn't want they didn't want to come down and play us, so we had to go up there. And then uh, playing with Tyler Smith. That was big. I'd, I'd get up the block next to Tyler Smith. He's mauler. <laughs> and then watching Zayvon Collins, for sure. He It would always be the last drive. Defense needed to have a big stand. Interception, Zayvon Collins. When you're around guys like that, what, what do you learn from them? Because um, I, I imagine they're the, both of those guys are the kind of guys that just being around them, you learn. Yeah, yeah. And – it, it was cool. They they just would work hard, and they were just ball players, you know? Like, that's what hard work gets you in putting time into this game. Just Tyler's a freakishly strong guy. So he And he went, and he was working out and really got his body right. Zavin just a stud, natural instincts, big old boy out of Hominy. 
So, I mean, it's really just hard work. Understand where to be. You still talk to those guys? Not much. I'll see them every now and then when they come back to Tulsa. But other than that, they're doing their thing in the league. <laughs> sure. First round money. That's right. That's right. When did you first fall in love with football? As a kid. My father played, so it was just instilled in us. When when did you pick it up? Oh. I mean, walk? Yeah, probably about then. Me and my brother were playing catch and always doing drills out in the pasture and stuff. Like, it's cool. We've always been football guys, always training. What is it about the game you love the most? <laughs> How the aggression side, you know, I'd say you can literally just put everything out there and not get in trouble. Just don't cross the line like in real life. But football is just a violent game. And that's what I love about it. How'd you become a Raiders fan? You know, I, I needed a team and that just, I felt like it fit me. I was watching their highlights and they were nasty. <laughs> Raiders are, they're not, they're not doing so good right now. But back in the day, they were nasty. Now, you probably weren't watching them in the 70s, uh, and no. they were even they were nasty then. You were watching them. You were what when did you pick them up? Probably around the Marshawn Lynch time. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. See, when I think of the when I, you know, I'm quite a bit older than you. When I think of the nasty Raiders, I think of the 70s guys and you know Howie Long of yeah. the 80s. That, that's who I think of. And the black and silver, the iPad yeah. swords. I love it. Now, uh, do you get a chance to go see him much? No. Yeah. I'm just a fan. Just if they're on TV. But other than that, I, I try not to watch TV and do all that. I try and stay active. So you mentioned your dad. He played at Southern Miss. What kind of influence was he on you? He was a big one. Since literally he was our uh, me and my brother's ball coach. And he'd put in blitzes and have us running around. I was playing running back back then. Get the ball 50, 60 times a game, just be a head buster. You know, that's that's really how he taught us to play the game. And I feel that's the right way to play. This game ain't soft, finesse. It's about power and aggression. And I feel like that's what he instilled in us, how to play the game the right way. What position did he play in college? He had played uh, – Offense, but I think he, he thrived on defensive tackle. He was okay. up there messing with the centers and the guards. Does, now, is he still still a resource for you in terms of, you know, now that you're a college player yourself, you, you know, you still go to him for advice? He kind of stays out of it a little bit, but, yeah, he's there if I need him. Both my parents are, and I'm, I'm blessed to have that. They're both on my side, and I got their backs as well. If, if I need anything, I can go to them and ask them. What kind of influence has your mom been? She's great. She's so loving and caring. I mean, you can't you can't beat a mother's love. She's the best. Uh, I hear they call you cowboy. Where's that come from? Yeah, well, we had grew up in Commerce, Oklahoma, right next to Miami and NEO. So we had lived in the sticks and everything, had cows and all that. And they had moved, we had moved to Edmond for two years, my eighth grade and ninth grade year. And so then I had just turned into the urban cowboy. <laughs> and so that's, that's kind of what it was. And then 
uh, Lauren Montgomery just started saying the Urban Cowboy, and then Philip Montgomery here at Tulsa had said, just started calling me Cowboy, and one day I'm going to get back to that. So I'm not worried about nicknames or whatever. I just want to do the work on the farm. Let's talk about the success you had at Bixby for a while, not only you yourself, but just the program. What What's the secret to Bixby's success? Discipline and weight room. Weight room, elaborate on that a little bit. You just you just outwork people? Yeah, just straight up outwork people and the discipline part of it. Yeah, it can come down to X's nose and schemes and everything with the fabulous job they do over there with all the looks they're giving to defense. But at the end of the day, they're going to outlast people. Like in the fourth quarter, with they got, I mean, well, it's probably PE hour and they got them in there lifting weights. It's truly special what Lauren Montgomery has built over there. And I'm blessed to see it and understand how a program should be ran. But how do you so how do you know you're outworking people? Because this, it's not like they're in the gym working out with you. Huh? How do you know you're doing more than they are? I mean, I, not that I'm doubting you. Clearly, you are. The proof yeah. is in the wins. But but when you're in the middle of it, how do you know someone's not doing the same thing you're doing? You just literally give it all you got. That's all you can do. Just give it your best, and that's all you can ask for. And I mean, and if say you work out four or five times a week and one player only works out three, well, that's a whole day on them. And then you stack up months and weeks, you know, days stack on days. That's how you outwork someone. It's no days off. You also mentioned discipline as one of the secrets. How do you, how do you do that? How do you build in that type of discipline where you're so much better than all the others at it? Yeah. Just don't let nothing fly. Nothing funny fly. You know, like, if you get a personal foul, sled pushes. You do something wrong, you're going to be in trouble, and he's going to let you know. He's going to hold you to the high standard that he wants all his players to be on. And that's, I mean, that's really how you keep a team disciplined. Don't let nothing funny fly. Did you ever have a dumb penalty and you had to run or do a sled the next day? Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. So we're learning as we go, and at the end is to be better than how we started. What makes Coach uh, Lauren Montgomery such a good coach? I mean, he's – I mean, I said good coach. He's a great yeah, coach. Great what, coach. What, what makes him that that good? Just how he can have the whole program on the same page and have keep the people around him and not lose them to other schools or, like, keep his main core tight. You know, I'm sure he, he treats them guys well, and they deserve it. You know, he's not – He's not being greedy or anything. Everyone gets a piece of the pie. What um, – so you mentioned um, – I just lost I just lost my train of thought. Oh, same page. Uh, yeah. How does he do that? How does he get everybody on the same page? Meetings. I'm sure that's not a thing a lot of high schoolers do is meet a lot and okay. watch film. Like even if it's 10, 15 minutes before or after practice, you know, you're still stacking, stacking days, you know, 15 leads to 30, 30, 45, 60, you know. What are some of the – what's maybe the most valuable off-the-field lesson he taught you? Because I imagine he taught you, as the other coaches probably did too, taught you as much on the field as off-the-field lessons. If you were to pick out maybe one lesson that Coach Montgomery uh, taught you, it would be what? 
I mean, he he was probably yeah, I was a hard worker growing up for sure, but I started to understand it with him. And under like because they was winning games and everything, and I was asking the same questions. How do they do this? But literally, that's what it is. You put your head down and work. Like he just reinforced that. And if you work hard, you will dominate people. And I feel like that's that's probably one thing I took away is the work you put in is what you'll get out. And you probably felt that, Ethan, like when you're in the fourth quarter and you're just better conditioned than the guy across from you, you just you just feel that, right? Yeah. And the, and the other guys feel it too. Yeah, you see people bending over, hands on their hips. It's it's a true sign in football. That's who you're going to go after. And it's it's fun. I, I truly enjoyed it. But, yeah. Do you uh, stay in touch with the program much? you have time to do that? Not much time, but when – they come up here and our coaches go out there and recruit. And when we have time to sneak over there and get a lift in and they're the powerhouse, we'll go do that. And I'll swing by and say, what's up? And try and keep in touch with them. They're good people. They're good people. Yeah. I, I want to go back for a second, Ethan. You mentioned Tulane earlier. Is that, is that just, is that something you guys are talking about as a team or is that just something kind of in your mind? The whole conference should be talking about them. Yeah. You know, like they had really broke through and did some cool things going and playing USC, beating USC, what, in the New Year's Six Bowl? That's what the whole conference should be looking up to. That's that's some cool stuff. So what what would you say the ceiling for this team is this year? This will kind of staying with to you for a minute. Kind of what's what are you guys expecting this year? Oh, who knows? We're just gonna go out there and play hard and can't make no predictions or anything. We just want to go out there and literally we're putting in the work in right now and see how far it takes us. First year under Coach Wilson, we feel good about it. We're all excited. We're just ready to go out there and play hard. We got Washington. We got OU. See how we stack up against these big dogs. When, when Coach Wilson was hired, did you know Did you know about him? Did you know any of his background? You know, not much because he had coached back at OU. I don't even know when, what, early 2000s? Yeah. And then, of course, we had heard of him at Ohio State, but no, we really didn't, or I didn't know much about him. But I'm I'm blessed to know him now, and he's a great guy. I love him. Did you did you Google him to, to, to familiarize yourself? Uh, spent no more than three minutes. I just want to see what he looked like and see where he's coming from and all that. I was just excited for him to get in and, meet him and Mr. Dixon had brought him in and our first meeting was great it was cool tell me about it I mean it was just like he brought the word fight in said what he wanted from us which was working hard and give it all you got and he didn't ask for much but what he did ask for was enough it was fair well you mentioned the word fight I understand that he's really fighting for you players yeah the University of Tulsa. Is that? Can you give me an example of that? Um, just the the food we eat, the like how we're working in the weight room. You know, he's really being out there with us, and we're just fighting with every step we go. Mister Dixon's fighting for us, like how he's getting our grades better, so people are aren't ineligible, and we're trying to make this program a top program which as it should be. Yeah. Being the smallest, we still have a lot of 
feel like we still got a lot of opportunities. We're blessed. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's leave it there. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, appreciate you joining me. Thanks for all your insight. Uh, best of luck to you guys this season, and uh, hopefully we can talk talk down the line. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us today. You can download the TU Sports Extra podcast for free on Google, Apple, or Spotify. We appreciate Ethan Hall for taking some time to talk to us today. And if you missed my conversation with Stephen Kittleman from last week, you can go check that out in the archives. I'll be back next week with another player interview. Appreciate you checking us out. Have a good weekend.